Welcome to the Hidden History Happy Hour podcast with Alex Dean and Brian Cunningham. Here we have a drink, have a laugh, and you just might learn something about our favorite stories from history. Please visit our website at hiddenhistoryhappyhour.com and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you like the show, please rate us five stars and leave a review. Cheers. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hidden History Happy Hour. You're stuck, I'm afraid, with just me uh, today. Uh, Brian is traveling in the great state of Israel. Uh, we hope all is well, Brian. Um, so I'm having gin and tonic. Cheers. Um, if you're interested, the gin is called Givine. It's a French um, grape-based uh, gin and with a good English uh, tonic. And the story I'm going to tell today um, is of the Englishman who ran off to join the French Foreign Legion. Uh, the sort of uh, stuff of, uh, of legend and story, but it is really true. Um, Simon Murray uh, is his name, a magnificent uh, lunatic, who told his girlfriend uh, in England that if she didn't agree to marry him, he would join the French Foreign Legion. Uh, she didn't agree, and so he did join. Um, spoiler, uh, she did later marry him, but anyway. This is the story uh, of him and his time and what he saw. Uh, he wrote one of, in my view, one of the most compelling military memoirs of our time called Legionnaire. He fought in the Algerian War of Independence for the French, obviously. And his memoirs are, this is the largest understatement on our podcasts uh, so far, his memoirs are not politically correct. Uh, he expresses some very uh, unvarnished views of the last century, but there are many human interest stories in his memoirs, some of bravery, others are outright lavatorial, and others are as grim as can be. I, I can't recommend the book more highly with a caveat that I've given, but suffice it to say, he found himself amongst some of the toughest sorts of uh, fighters and hombres on earth, and he had to muck in accordingly. But I wanted to tell one bigger picture story where, where he was literally uh, on the ground. In 1961, things were touch and go um, for de Gaulle. Uh, the generals, so retired army leaders and a group of old school French colonialists, um, opposed the French government's efforts to negotiate a peace with the anti-colonialists. De Gaulle was willing to give up basically the French empire and the, the legacies of colonialism and um, other Frenchmen were not. And a coup against de Gaulle was very possible. The position of the French Foreign Legion in this was key. And so the long threatened day of action came and Simon Murray's comrades and he seized Algiers and militarily took over um, uh, the capital of Algeria. He and his unit drove in some pomp to the airport, cheered on their way by hundreds and hundreds of flag-waving Piednoirs, which is the you know, um, Blackfeet, the French colonialists in Africa. That's what they uh, were described. As. Um, they were cheering on this uh, attempt to keep French colonialism alive. The airport at Algiers was guarded by Marines loyal to Charles de Gaulle, but not for long. The Legionnaires were rather more numerous, and no offence to the French Marines of the day, I dare venture uh, the Legionnaires were rather tougher as well. This is the sharp end of a coup, army unit fighting against army units. And soon the Legion uh, held the airport. Simon Murray and his mates slept in the hangar overnight at the airport, ready for a flight to Paris and the removal of de Gaulle 
by force the next day. And overnight, something very interesting happened. The energy of the coup against de Gaulle petered out as uh, de Gaulle openly appealed for support on the airways, um, or rather, given it was de Gaulle, demanded it of all French citizens, demanded that they came to the support of their republic and their president. And the people of France did. They rallied um, to their president. The plotters were rounded up and the legion was stood down. The next day, the very next day, Murray and his unit drove back through the same streets they had been cheered along before. The streets were silent and the, the houses and the windows were shuttered. Every door was closed to them. Every back was turned to them. The legendary first legion of the uh, French Foreign Legion, the first legion parachute regiment, was disbanded. The legion builds their own barracks. Overnight, they blew up their own barracks. And uh, the legionnaires who were then disbanded and sent to other units marched in their dress whites out of the rubble of the compound, singing, and truly, life knows better images than art, singing Je ne regret rien. Um, Murray did his full um, five-year term in the French Foreign Legion. Afterwards, as I've uh, forecast, he married the girl. He forged a uh, remarkably successful business career uh, on the boards of some businesses that you uh, will know and will have bought things from. He became the oldest man, age 63, to reach the South Pole unsupported, is a uh, CBE, a great honour in the United Kingdom, and a Chevalier de Légion d'Honneur to boot. Uh, he lives in Hong Kong. He's now 82, and I assume he's wrestling alligators with an arm tied behind his back as I tell you uh, his story on the podcast. The book again is Legionnaire, um, which I recommend. The summary is, in, of course, in my book, uh, Lessons from History. And I just wanted to give you one little postscript, which is from Malcolm Muggeridge's memoirs um, about de Gaulle and the extent of that man's, um, you know, he's very often seen as a kind of peacock prideful figure, but he was a man of considerable personal bravery too. Muggeridge, who had a very interesting military and espionage uh, career, was in Paris after the Second World War, and he attended a service of thanksgiving um, for Allied victory at Notre Dame. And a car backfired at the church. You know, this The people of Paris had been had endured, and the people who came to the service, had endured years of war. And it's communal instinct, the noise like a, a car loudly backfiring right next to them. The entire congregation hit the deck. Everyone dives to the floor, except... Muggeridge saw, peering over his pew on his hands and knees, the person at whom somebody might genuinely have been shooting, uh, might plausibly have been trying to assassinate. De Gaulle, the tallest man in the church, stood erect throughout uh, that incident. And he may have been someone um, who picked his uh, arguments with um, the British and others as uh, the liberation of France took place. But um, gosh, he was a remarkable figure and a brave man too. So um, please do like and subscribe uh, on the podcast, wherever you listen to it. Rate us five stars if that's an option to you. Um, thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to being with you soon on another episode of the Hidden History App Hour. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Hidden History Happy Hour podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you have questions, comments, or suggestions for topics, you can find us on Twitter or on our website, hiddenhistoryhappyhour.com. We look forward to joining you next time. Much gratitude to our multi-talented production team of Jeremy Corr, Kate Cruz, and Grace Keller 
and to our visionary executive producer, Ivan Williams. And thanks also to our art designer, David Wardle, without whom this podcast would be, well, history. Cheers.